You fall in love with seemingly great guys who did all the right things, let you fall in love with them, and then for some reason wouldn't step up to the plate to commit. Are all these men players, toxic narcissists, and monsters? Of course not. There are good reasons why guys don't commit. Well, maybe not good reasons, but they're real reasons, and I'd rather tell you the truth about those reasons than to leave you in the dark. Stick around. My name is Evan Marquette, staying coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Keep listening to learn nine reasons why guys don't commit. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship in which you feel safe, heard, and understood. So I think this is going to be a good podcast. I, I put a little more thought into this one than normal, so stick around for all nine reasons. In no particular order, number one. Number one reason that he doesn't commit, not the number one reason, but the first one, he's dating other people right now. And you can get upset at some guy for dating other people, but you're probably dating other people too. It's the nature of online dating. So in online dating, everyone has infinite options, right? You're not a bad person if you're talking to a bunch of guys and swiping on a bunch of guys and texting a bunch of guys, figuring out who you're attracted to, who you like the most, who's making the effort, who you trust. So the odds are, if you met your guy on a dating site, you're not the only person that he's seeing, and you can't be terribly surprised that this is the case, and he's not ready to focus entirely on you because he's dating other people right now. Number two, he has personal problems, and these personal problems are bigger than your relationship. And it would be nice to say, guys should only date if they're devoid of personal problems, but that's not how it works. People are lonely, people want to connect, People want companionship, people want sex. There's a lot of people, reasons that people put themselves out despite the fact that they're not in a good place in life. So maybe he's got addiction issues, maybe he's got employment or money issues, maybe he's got issues with his physical health, issues with his mental health, maybe he has persistent issues with his ex, with his kids. These are all big life problems that normal people are faced with and can get in the way of him focusing all his energies and being a good commitment-oriented partner. So if you see your guy kind of dragging his feet, it might be because he's going some, through something that's much bigger than he would be comfortable advertising in his dating profile. Number three, he doesn't feel good about himself and his ability to be a good partner. Kind of dovetails with number two, but when you, I'm going to direct this to you as well. When you're going through something in your life, right, or if you just have low self-esteem in general, you may long for a connection. Right? But if, especially guys, I think it's even harder with guys if they're feeling bad about themselves. If they don't feel they could support themselves and they're going through something where they feel like they, they don't have their shit together, then they come to the realization that maybe he doesn't have much to bring to you. Right? He's not the man that you need him to be, but he's never going to tell you to stay away from him. He will date you anyway, because like most people, he's a little bit lonely, he's a little bit selfish, and he would sooner have someone in his life taking care of him while he's screwed up and feeling bad about himself and hoping that maybe you can make him feel better than he would to push you away. right? That's, that's tricky and it's kind of convoluted, but it's true. If he doesn't feel good about himself and his prospects at this point in time and being a good partner, he may date you, but he may not be able to commit to you. Number four, his parents' relationship screwed him up. 
And this could be a function of any age. This isn't just for people who are young. There are people who've been uh, seen only unhealthy relationships. If you grew up in a dysfunctional household, right, if all you know is your parents divorcing, your parents fighting and at each other's throats and silent treatments and right, tension around the house, if that's what you know, you've probably internalized that. You probably normalized dysfunction and it makes you less likely to know what a functional relationship looks or feels like, much less aspire to that. In other words, if you're really down about marriage, you're not gonna be that incentivized to pursue marriage. I know a couple people like that and uh, they're lovely guys, but they, they have a very negative view of marriage due to what was instilled in them, right? And that set an imprint on the rest of their life. Number five. His divorce screwed him up, right? If it wasn't his parents' marriage making him down on marriage, his own marriage could really make a guy feel down about marriage. And imagine that, and this is common among women as well, if your association with marriage is a negative one, right? And to him, marriage equals criticism, fighting, silent treatments, right? Stonewalling, lack of sex, that guy is gonna be unlikely to sign on the dotted line to say, I wanna do that again, right? Even though you have nothing to do with his ex-wife. People make these associations. I had a bad marriage, therefore marriage is bad, rather than I chose the wrong person at a time in my life where I didn't have enough wisdom and life experience to do better, right? And then we tarnish the whole institution of marriage due to a bad choice or two bad choices because your picker is broken. So remember, the problem is never really marriage. The problem is who you choose to marry. But people make that leap of faith and lots of men determine that they don't want to get married after they have a bad marriage. Number six, he's just not that into you. Now, that hurts to say that out loud, but have you ever dated a guy that you weren't that into? And he was just there and you were lonely and it was better than nothing. And you were thinking, well, maybe, maybe I'll grow to care about him. Maybe I'll start being more attracted to him. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And the next thing you know, you're seeing this person and you're kind of dragging your feet, but you don't like the idea of dating and online dating. So you just sort of stick with it. Well, men do the exact same thing. Doesn't mean there's anything wrong with him. Doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you for dating someone that you're less than enthusiastic about. Doesn't mean that you're evil for doing so. It just means that if you're dating a guy who's just not that into you, no matter how much you like him, things are not gonna change. Certain relationships are just not gonna go anywhere. You could usually tell by how quickly it ramps up. If it's stagnating, it's probably not going anywhere. Number seven reason he doesn't commit. He's hung up on his ex. Now, he might not tell you that. He may not even know it consciously. So it's not about whether he wants to get her back. It's whether she is omnipresent in his mind. It's whether he is still fixated on her, talks about her all, all the time. The mention of her triggers anger, emotions. If he's not way, way past, right, the epicenter of that earthquake, the implosion of their relationship, right, and there's this aftershock from most relationships, if he's not really ready, you're not gonna have a happy, committed relationship. A lot of times you're right after the relationship. He's on the rebound. He tells you he's ready, but he's not really ready. And that's a, a trap that a lot of people fall into, wanting to be ready, but not really being ready. They might be ready for a relationship or sex or attention, but they might not be ready for commitment. 
Another reason we try not to take a chance on separated guys or recently divorced guys. Number eight, he's using you until something better comes along. And this candidly might be the most common thing, right? If he's not in a relationship oriented place, which again, doesn't mean he's not a relationship oriented guy, but he may not be in a relationship oriented place right now. Any guy can make a nominal effort. He could text you a few times a week. He could take you out to dinner on Saturday night, be really kind to you, treat you well, sleep with you. And he could do this for a really long time as long as you accept that these are the terms he's giving you. All right. So the relationship isn't escalating. You accept this as normal. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm seeing a guy. He might, even, he might even call himself your boyfriend. Right? But you get the feeling in the relationship because he's not talking about a future. He's not talking about love. He's not integrating you into his life you get the sense that it's not going anywhere because it's not going anywhere. And it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with him. It's that you chose a guy who is keeping things at a low burn until he finds someone who knocks his socks off. It's just not you. Right? So what you can't do is accept these things as normal. Right? When you, once you normalize this, it becomes your, <laughs> it's called the normalization of deviance. When you accept subpar treatment in a relationship, when you accept being with a guy who's not crazy about you, that's what you're going to get. And so we want to have a relationship where you are prioritized, where he is excited about you, where he pushes for commitment, where he talks about a future instead of he's using you as a placeholder until someone who really excites him comes along. Number nine, he's not actually looking for a long-term commitment. So I alluded to this earlier, but you can expect a man to tell you not to date him. I mean, it might be nice in some theoretical world, but practically a guy's not going to tell you not to date him any more than you're going to go on a job interview and tell someone not to hire you, right? Your job is to get the job. So guy who doesn't actually want a long-term commitment is never going to tell you that. He never tells, right? He's got no incentive to push you away. And then you discover after a year, that this guy never wants to get married, never wanted to get married, but because he never mentioned it and because you never mentioned it because you were afraid to mention it because if you mentioned it, it would probably mean the end of the relationship. So both of you just agree not to talk about the elephant in the room, which is that nobody's talking about commitment or marriage. And the next thing you know, you waste a year of your life on a guy who never ever wanted the commitment. So in Love You, my signature course, a huge part of our work is in paying attention to these factors that I just mentioned in this podcast and paying attention to them in the first month that you're dating. So you don't sleep with him. So you don't commit to him. So you don't invest in him. So you don't waste all this time on a man who right off the bat doesn't share the same goals as you do. So right now, if you've made this mistake repeatedly in your past, these mistakes repeatedly in your past, please go to www.evanmarkkatz.com forward slash apply, book a free call with me, discuss how we can weed out commitment phobes in the first five weeks that you're dating and learn to attract commitment oriented men fast. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please share an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you have everything except a man and you want to have a happy, healthy relationship, I can help you. In Love You, you will gain confidence, learn to trust your judgment, and find a man who makes you feel safe, heard, and understood.
Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click to watch my free video. When you're done, you could apply to Love You to join hundreds of other smart, strong, successful women in a coaching community where women like you actually get the love you deserve. I'll see you there.